I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location, and oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. everyone, and welcome to episode 24 of The Independent Agent. I'm Jordan Goodman, and my brother Justin is right here. I feel like I was saying that with an accent. Like, I've <laughs> been in quarantine too long. Okay, so typically we do the drink, and it's a, a verse, the ultra for Justin. But Justin, I don't see an ultra here. There's an update. So I had reached out to Michelob Ultra to see if they were interested in sponsoring our podcast and the answer from them, despite our massive audience of 17, was a resounding no. And they, I'm shocked. I know. But I'm spiteful. And as everyone knows, it's scorched earth with me. <laughs> so what we're going to do is over the next three episodes, I'm boycotting Michelob Ultra. Three episodes. So for three weeks, we're going to track the Michelob Ultra sales and see what happens across the board. Is that going to be any like correlation to their sales relative to COVID? Well, sales are already up, but we'll track the difference. Okay, perfect. So what do we got today? So today we have, what was the, the Libertine. called? Libertine, Libertine. So Brett Fulmer, doesn't he live in like Newport, I think? He said near the back bay, great, great dude. Uh, you guys might know him as Broker Brett, or he does some excellent work with the insurance nerds. Yep. So he sent in a cocktail Actually, I just played a poker tournament online with Zoom with him last night. And who won that? Yours truly. There was him and like eight other dudes, most of which are far smarter tech-like and most things in life than me. So I felt really proud to take all their money. I did tell them ahead of time you were You did. You gave them fair warning. But no, it, it, was, it was wonderful. So what we're drinking is his drink he recommended called the Libertine, which is way too complicated to start... I had to boil simple syrup. Wow, I haven't even had a drink yet. Simple syrup with, I want to say, oregano, but this is not oregano that we have in here. You're tailing off. The bottom line is, it took longer by double to make the drink than it did to set this podcast up. (laughs) For sure. But it's got egg white in there, frothy egg white. It has maple syrup in there. It's got lemon. It's got orange juice. It's got bourbon. It's got a whole lot. It also has honey. It's supposed to have orange marmalade, but Brett said I could sub honey, and we're going to give it a whirl. All right, here we go. Oh, man. Brett, that is so sweet, dude. It's not bad. Oh, my goodness. This is not half bad. I might need to go in the backyard and get a beer. Oh, my goodness. I could dig it. Holy goodness. Some of Rosemary, us don't, that's what I was thinking some of. Some of us don't have uh, 
palates like myself, and so you're not able to appreciate the finer drinks like oh, this. Oh, man. Gosh, you guys see my face right now. They can. If they're on our YouTube channel, they can see it. Oh, holy goodness. All right, let's move on to the let's first question. On. Okay. Here we go. This one, you're the king of cutting expenses, so here we go. My agency is taking some big hits right now, and my staff is seeing the writing on the wall for the agency because so many of our clients are being wiped out by the shutdown. I need to start cutting expenses now. What and where do I cut? I've actually had experience with this, and I started doing this again in December, I think, of last year, uh, 19. When the 08 collapse happened and the rug was pulled out from underneath all of us, I went line by line and just slashed everything. So I guess my question to you would be, how long do you foresee this going and how much do you actually need? Right. So Justin and I have had the conversation that he and I are personally going to take a hit on this unless that PPP funding comes through. But even still, we are. And is any of the measures you're going to take to cut expenses actually going to be significant enough to impact your business? So let's say you go and you go, okay, well, my cable bill, my rent, my internet, I've got various other vendors, etc. If you, most of those you still need, right? So it's not you can eliminate them. So if you can cut them down 10 or 20%, if it comes to an amount that is one to 2% of your revenue, I'd argue that you're just thinking too hard, unless you're a huge agency and 1%, 2% is a large amount of money. But if you're a smaller agency, this thing is probably going to be short-lived in the sense for the insurance agencies that you won't experience the same type of destruction as some of like restaurants will. I think we'll come back quicker. So I don't think you need to go crazy on that. That said, if you insure just restaurants, potentially you do. <laughs> so I would say just go through line by line and just start cutting expenses. I mean, you should do that every year. Go through it because you're going to spend money and you're going to take shots on things that you didn't know were going to work. And every year, just go back through them. That's what we do and go, okay, we don't need this. We don't need this. Okay, yeah, we're overpaying for this, but we still kind of use it. Move on. I just don't think you need to think so hard on some of that stuff. I think one, what you can cut, unless you're cutting people, is not going to make a material impact. And in fact, it'll probably result in a death spiral if you start cutting services. And so you have to think really long and hard about some of those cuts. I think it makes sense to look at if there's anything, let's say you've got five and $10,000 worth of cuts you can make. If you make five or $10,000 worth of cuts, you can leverage that. And I would save that money and then redirect it towards marketing in the form of whether it's generating your own ebooks or social media campaigns or retargeting for your website, because ultimately you need new revenue to solve this problem. Yeah. I mean, to that point, I'd go back to if you were able to get the PPP money, great. If you haven't or not able to, there are other funding mechanisms. And instead of cutting that those expenses, like look at the Main Street Lending Program with the Fed. I haven't done in-depth on that yet, but cursory, you get a minimum of a million dollar loan at, I think they said like 25 to 40 basis points. So if interest rates, the Fed rates at 0.25% right now, so you're, you'd be paying 40 to 50 basis points total to get this money that you can have for four years. Take the money don't necessarily use what you don't need to use. You don't want to go crazy on it, but utilize that to kind of sustain you over the four or five, six months instead of cutting these expenses that can help your business grow. 
Yeah, I just think you put the money towards marketing. If you deliver value right now, that's, I mean, you asked about cutting expenses. I can tell you in our agency, we actually started talking because I'm the negative Nelly of the bunch. About six months ago, I started preparing our office for a downturn and telling them what was going to take place. I had no idea about this. I had a feeling something was going to happen. And I said, when 08 happened the last time, this is what took place. On our team and our stances, everyone on our team's job is secure. It's not going anywhere, regardless of how long this lasts, as long as they contribute to the organization. So for us, our people cost will not change. And past that, we know that if we have to, we will take reduced compensation. And ultimately, if we needed a loan, then we would go and do that. That's our plan because ultimately... If you've got the mindset that you need to cut right now, you're missing out on the opportunity to really grow during this period. What I see across the board happening, and I could be wrong, is I actually think a lot of agencies who were not well-positioned could end up going under or need to merge with an agency like your own or producers who are unhappy about agencies who are cutting expenses and so they no longer can provide value for the customer, that you might be able to pull those people over. So for us, we're viewing it in a different light. We're going to get super aggressive in a lot of ways, leading with value to prospects, to customers, and be because anything you cut is just not materially going to make a difference. Yeah, I would say to that point, if you are of kind of the mindset of, hey, we were struggling before, this is really kicking our butt, and you want to get out, I mean, consider selling. I mean, if you're in the Southern California area, we're buying. We're buying. Or if you're at a producer, your producer somewhere that's not working out because of some of these things, call us. Shameless. Shameless. Plug. Yeah, I know. We have a golf simulator in the office. Okay. Question two Some of my employees want to return to the office, and others want to continue working from home. Given that agencies are essential businesses, how are you handling this in your own operation? This is literally what we're going through right now. So one of the things, Jordan and I don't necessarily share the same opinion of things as far as what's going on, but what we do want to make sure is office-wide that we're all respectful of everyone's opinion because, quite honestly, the experts can't even get it right. And so we don't know who's right at this point. And so the number one thing for us is that our employees feel safe and taken care of, Mm -hmm. and they do what is in their best interest. And so for our office, we have a few of us on the agency side that are in and working, and everybody else is working remotely. And everyone that wants to come back and work within the office is free to do so at any time. We've got 4,000 square feet of space. So we've got plenty of room for social distancing within that capacity, but we have unique challenges. We have a producer who both him and his wife work in the insurance industry and they work for different agencies and they have a child that needs childcare that can't get childcare if they both are, are there because obviously it's closed down. So even if they wanted to come back, they couldn't come back. So for us, we've led with what's in your best interest is in our best interest, what makes you feel healthy and safe, what's good for your mental welfare, that's what's best for you, and that's what we want until we get to the other side of this thing. My wife pointed it out to me the other day. She said, 
It's almost nice that you and Justin are on different pages of this thing because it provides the opportunity for the office to make their decision without pressure, right? Justin's out going into the office and I'm staying home. And so when both owners, they're saying, for instance, if Justin and I were both going home and they wanted to go in or if we were both going in and they wanted to stay home, they might feel that pressure of what can I actually do? Can I actually oppose what the owners are doing? And now it's, well, one's doing one, one's doing the other, and they get the freedom. And it's actually been pretty split in our office. Who's coming in, who's not? It's been split. And even we had one person say, hey, I'm thinking about coming back next right. week. The initial response in me, because I have my own viewpoint, is to want to share my information and encourage that response. But we've deliberately been agnostic. And I think that's the right approach. Everyone's capable of researching on the internet. And that's what we want to do. Still at home in quarantine. Go for it. Hey, we have a visitor. Her name is Samantha. She just came in. Okay. Um, Oh, hello, Addie. Hi. This is what you get, guys. This is, is, wow. These beautiful. Okay. Hey. I'm in it. I'm beautiful. Okay. Okay. Love you, girls. (laughs) (laughs) They've hijacked and they've won. This is the fun part. And we love them for it. Okay, love you, sweetheart. But this is the reality of life for everybody. You can't just pretend that it's in a bubble, and nor can you get frustrated for kids being kids and trying to make the best of situations. So if they interrupt a podcast, they interrupt a podcast. Right. To that note, I don't know if we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but we've, we've been doing Zoom meetings with both of our teams every day for like 10, 15 minutes just to make sure everyone felt like they were part of a cohesive unit. And productivity has been great. New revenue has been tough, but productivity has been great for both organizations, for people doing what they need to do and checking in. And we haven't seen that really turn down. So if you guys aren't doing those things, uh, at least just a couple times a week, I encourage you to do that with your team. Well, let me ask you this since we're here now, right? I actually think the daily check-in that we're doing is a worthwhile exercise that we may want to keep doing going forward. Comment down below if you're a kid. And this is. You on YouTube, Pete, and comment down below if you guys are very bored at home and not wanting to listen and to this. Comment down below if you um, love our. Um, well, we don't have. For the record. Okay. Girls. We're done. Okay. Goodbye, girls. Love you. We have crashed into the mountain. There is a dog in front of a camera. If you're listening at home, you should watch this. Subscribe. Samantha. Uh, I, I think we should probably we, cut yeah, it Yeah, we will dude. cut it here. Thank you so much for listening. We can't wait till next week where Cabo the dog, Sammy and Addie might make another appearance. Thank you all and have a great afternoon.